on this episode of really really real what if i told you that everyone was wrong that everybody was wrong we all love great debates we all have our opinions one way or the other um right or wrong we all have our reasons for those opinions today on this episode of really really real i'm going to keep it real with you guys and tell you that all of you guys are simply wrong and i will tell you why so hear me out a great sports debate might be top five great sports debate of my generation is kobe or lebron we have all been there all of our sports fans we've all been there we've had this debate over and over again right and none of us managed to persuade the other on whichever side of the fence that you're on but i'm here to tell you guys we were wrong this whole entire time kobe or lebron how about neither okay so hear me out don't don't stop listening yet okay there's always a method to my madness first let's get into it here for disclosure um if you don't know um i should inform you big i'm a probably the biggest laker fan that you could ever meet um running on two decades now since 1999 2000 the los angeles lakers is the first team i ever laid my eyes upon in the basketball court and pretty much showed me the love i had for basketball was really really real i love the game so much to the point where it's not just a game to me it's not just numbers it's not just watching tv it got deeper um watching the los angeles lakers and therefore that translates to the admiration i would say that i have not only for the lakers but for the man himself called a black mamba the assassin the closer kobe being bryant um as you all may know well know big fan of kobe watched kobe for 20 years in my eyes cody kobe couldn't do anything wrong but looking back he did he did a lot of things wrong so the kobe side of the fence on this great debate kobe or lebron my argument was not about numbers my argument was simply about what do you see when you watch them play you know um people compare kobe to mj unfortunately i did not have the chance to watch mj play so i can't make that comparison which is also ridiculous how people compare lebron to mj as he's the goat the greatest of all time but we're not even going to get into that because that's just blasphemy period but kobe bryant i'm gonna go ahead and quote um max kellerman here on first take which pretty much sums up what kobe bryant is and i quote from max kellerman the metrics don't support kobe as a top five player or a top 10 player 
but he has a legion of fans who swear he's the greatest of all time. Because when your eyes were on Kobe, you were seeing something that affected you emotionally. And that right there, ladies and gentlemen who are listening, is the effect of the Mamba mentality. Kobe was great on the court. Yes, obviously he was top three all-time score in the NBA, which is no slouch, of course. But us Lakers fans turn into Kobe fans. It wasn't just about basketball. It wasn't about dribbling and shooting the ball whether the shot was missed or made. It was about the mentality that this guy had every single night he stepped onto that court. It was about you looked at Kobe Bryant and he had no friends. He went to work. He went to work and he dedicated himself 20 years. He dedicated himself to the game of basketball and we saw it and in some ways it blinded us it blinded me but in other ways it motivated me as well and anything that I do your mentality is is do it well do it hard give 110 percent and you won't regret it right and for a regular guy like me and such as everyone else listening regular person that doesn't sound like a big deal but i'm here to tell you right now it's a bigger deal to us because we go through the individual struggles of everyday life and kobe what kobe did for me was bring a mentality to the point where it was you fail and yes you fail and yes you fail but you don't give up and kobe never never gave up you know what i mean such as a young kid remember watching the game where he shot three straight air balls and everybody was booing Kobe. Everybody was looking at Kobe like, who is this young cat just taking these shots, these bad shots and shooting air balls? Why doesn't he pass the ball? And I was confused as well because obviously you're a fan of a team. I wasn't a big Kobe fan way back in those days i was more of a Shaq person because he was the most dominant person i've ever seen it was Shaq all day every day i was the type of guy that says why doesn't he just give the big man the ball and let the big man go to work but i didn't understand the method of his madness until later on so the argument for kobe bryant shouldn't be based upon numbers which he has great ones um, and those that call him selfish, which is ridiculous. Uh, Kobe Bryant <laughs> actually has 8,000 plus assists in his career. But it was different with Kobe. It was like Max Kellerman said, it was emotional with Kobe. It was more than basketball with Kobe. And Laker fans saw the blood, literally the blood, literally the sweat literally the tears that he put onto that court every single night and let me be honest with you of course these nba athletes and these athletes are around they make billion millions of dollars right so of course they should play hard but the reality is that not most do nowadays we have people taking load management for what 
I have no idea. You go to a game, you're expecting to see LeBron, Kawhi play, but they're sitting on the bench getting paid millions of dollars because of load management. So that even brings even more affection to what Kobe did in his prime and later on in his career. So that's the Kobe side of the fence. Now the LeBron, LeBron people, I've heard a lot of things, right? They're all over the place. I'll be, I'll keep it really, really real with you. LeBron fans don't really know why he's the GOAT. They just think he's the GOAT, right? Because prisoner of the moment, maybe, but the main, the main, I feel like the main thing that I've heard around the entire sports nation is LeBron made it to finals after finals after finals after finals. And the question is, would you rather make it to the finals eight, nine times and win three? Or would you rather go to the finals six times and win six? Such as MJ did or seven times and win five, such as Kobe did, you know, whichever side of the fence you're on there. Okay, or whatever. But my take on LeBron James is I'll keep it really, really real with you guys. I don't see it. And by I don't see it, I mean, I just I don't see any moves that LeBron has that threatens anybody. I just feel like he's always he's just faster and bigger than anyone. He was the number one physical specimen since he came in the league. And of course, he used that to his advantage. But I don't see the shooting capabilities. I don't see the post game. I don't see the free throw percentage. I don't see the three point shooting. What I see is a terrific passer, terrific passer with a guy with a great IQ was just bigger and faster than anybody else. I guarantee you right now while you're listening to this or after you listen to this, you go on YouTube and you look up LeBron James mixtapes. All you will see is LeBron passing by a defender for a dunk. And that's okay. Right? That's okay. But where's where's the finesse? You know what I mean? Where's the game? Where's the skill in the game that you're telling me that he is the greatest of all time? And what mainly LeBron fans give me is that the King's numbers, the King's numbers, that he's dissing points, dissing assists, dissing rebounds. He leads the team in everything. Terrific. Great job. Nobody's telling you that LeBron's a slouch. That's ridiculous. That, that That's just blasphemy. If any of those words came out of somebody's mouth but what i'm telling you is that does not translate to being the greatest of anything it just makes him one of the greats in the nba then there are a couple um so that's that lebron side of the of the fence that's what i hear is the numbers giving me numbers you give me numbers but if i put the resume up we're not I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed with LeBron James' resume. And I'll keep it really, really real with you. I wasn't impressed in the Miami-Dallas Mavericks finals where LeBron felt like he had to give the ball up every time he touched it. J.J. Barea is guarding him in the post, and he just passes it to D. Wade. Like, LeBron had to learn how to win after seven, eight years already in the league. LeBron had to go to D-Wade. He had to form 
a team with Chris Bosh in order for him to learn how to win, which is fine. We all need people around us and just in regular life to learn. But those that are built with it, those are different, such as Kobe Bryant. But whichever side of the fence you lean on on this great debate, I'm here to tell you that you're wrong. I was wrong. You were wrong. And everybody's wrong. But if I told you LeBron or Kobe is the greatest of this generation, and we're talking 20 years from 1999 to 2019, which is what most of us have watched, right? Anything before that, you could put me on game and I'll gladly listen. But for these 20 years, Kobe or LeBron has not been the greatest player that we have, that our, our lives have laid upon in the NBA. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you to finally put it into the conversation. And I felt this way for a long, long time. The greatest player in the last two decades that we have watched, that we have witnessed, is Mr. Big Fundamental himself, Tim Duncan of the San Antonio Spurs. All right, now don't go crazy. Hear me out, hear me out. Tim Duncan, five-time NBA champion, greatest power forward that we have ever laid our eyes upon, this man was as dominant as Shaquille O'Neal, as finesse as Pau Gasol, as great as Kobe or LeBron, and just as effective, even more effective, than Michael Jordan himself. Now, hearing it, hear it from a Laker fan who, who struggled through the San Antonio Spurs who had to who had to go through the San Antonio Spurs in order to even touch a finals back in the day as soon as Tim Duncan touched that ball now you listen to me and you visualize this soon as Tony Parker or Manu Ginobili or Michael Finley or anybody gave that ball in the post to Tim Duncan that was a bucket it was a bucket. Whether it's a spin move, a dunk in your face, whether it was the hook shot, whether it's the jab step, jump shot off the backboard on the side. You hear me? Whether it's the footwork, it's I'll make you think I'll go right so you can shift your body one way and then I turn you around and go the other way. Whether it's you foul me and I'll make 70 plus percent of my free throws, 15 foot mid-range jumpers, whatever it was that you needed a big man to do, Tim Duncan was the guy to do it. And I, and I think I speak for most people that aren't, aren't trying to be fake and keeping it real. Every time Tim Duncan touched a basketball, I was scared to heck every single time. If you double teamed him, he was one of the great, 
greatest passers off the post. If you don't double team him, nobody is touching him defensively. Nobody's stopping him like they stopped Shaq in 04 finals when Ben Wallace just completely put the clamps on Shaquille O'Neal. Nobody's stopping him like they did LeBron in the finals against the Dallas Mavericks. Nobody's stopping him or nobody stopped him like they did, like they smothered Kobe Bryant for two, three years where Kobe couldn't even make the playoffs. That was never done. And don't give me, oh, he was a Spurs. He has a great coach. He has this or that. Let me tell you something. Any of us that has played basketball or played any sports, a coach is great. Okay. We don't undermine the coach, obviously. But the player, especially if you only have five players on the court, that player, that superstar player is the most important person in that arena. And Tim Duncan was so for 12, 13 years in the NBA where you will not be able to find me anything, any stat, any video to tell me when, where, or how Tim Duncan was stopped at any point in time in his career. Now, I will let you marinate down that for a second. Most of you will listen to this and think I'm crazy, but I feel like if you give it a couple of days, you will see my point of view. Neither Kobe or neither LeBron is the greatest player of this generation. And I'm just keeping it really, really real.